0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And today we're having another episode of our romance reading wrap up where we're talking about all the books that we've been reading. And I am film
1: critic, Reacher Wagner, and Brie is here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? I'm good. I mean, like we were talking about before we hit record, it feels like forever since we've talked. So I'm happy to be talking to you today. (laughs) I
0: know. I miss having my chats with Brie. So. because it's been since the since the end of February since yeah. we since we last recorded uh but uh but yeah we had a busy i felt like march just lasted forever it was so busy
1: it was yeah yeah it's been a busy few seasons of life i feel like yeah. we just cannot <laughs> well, catch a break <laughs> well i mean you're just amazing
0: cuz you You've got all that you do for your podcast and for us and, uh, and your kids and family and you're going to school. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I don't know how I'm living. No, I don't know either. (laughs) Uh But, uh, but yeah, I got to do a bit more reading than normal because I had two trips since we last spoke Gonna- oh, I saw
1: your list. I was like, oh, Rachel's yeah, done some why, reading this I,
0: month. A lot of reading slash uh, listening reading. Yeah uh i went to california in uh at the very end of february uh, for the hollywood critics association uh awards which was super fun and then i went to new york city for a broadway I trip
1: saw, it yeah. was so fun seeing yeah. you and jacks together i was like oh my uh, god <laughs> Girl, my you hit girl. up both coasts <laughs> in a month. Like you hit up both of the coasts. That's true. So. <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> uh, it was so fun. I, I love Jax so much. And we had a great time together. And I got to see my friend, Kristen Maldonado, who is also a, a YouTuber friend of mine, who's amazing. And uh, so that was really fun too. And go to seven Joes.
1: So, that was Yeah, New York City is like a dream trip. Like I was talking to one of my <laughs> my close friends that I was in the military with and I knew she went there for New Year's Eve, but I assumed she like went with people and she's like, "No, I went by myself." Oh, that's awesome. And I'm awesome. like, "That Love is that. so cool." She's like, "Yeah, I'm actually really glad that I did that." She's like, "I could get up and do whatever I wanted." She's like, "I walked to all the places that I wanted to see." She's like, mm-hmm. "I highly recommend like everybody just, you know, I think as women, we've kind of have that fear of doing something like that. Yeah. But she's like, I totally do not regret taking that trip by myself. It is a very empowering experience. This trip was kind of a mixture because I was
0: there with a group called uh, Utah Theater Lovers, uh, but I didn't know any of them. I mean, I knew them from Facebook, but in real life I didn't know any of them. And so it was kind of, kind of with people, but also kind of going alone, if that makes sense. Yeah. that was fun (laughs) they were super super nice and uh but but yeah i got to do a lot of reading and that's one of the thing of travel is that uh i i do a little more reading than usual
1: yeah yeah
0: because you just don't have time to like watch a movie or things like that so you know get a little bit of reading in uh and you know on the plane and everything i usually uh, listen to a book uh so we have a book by our friend Terry Wilson today that we're talking about.
1: Yes, the Once always upon- lovely Terry Wilson.
0: Yes, and we we announced a different book, but then we decided to change. Uh, yeah. And we're talking about "Once Upon a Royal Summer." This is one of her hallmark publishing books, and uh, it's it's a perfect fit for if you're talking about author and book. This is a perfect fit. <laughs> so uh, on I brand. Think yeah 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 it's a theme park princess meets a single dad who turns out to be a real prince (laughs) so yeah this i it's a perfect fit because terry is she loves anything royal
1: yeah yeah following her online yeah you can see mm -hmm. and i was excited because i do believe she's working on i don't know if it's going to be like a series i know she's working on another one that's also royalty for hallmark and i believe it's a christmas and i love when she gives us a christmas romance so yeah that'll um, be fun yeah that'll be really fun uh yeah this came out
0: last year we talked about it a little bit in reading roundup but we we hadn't had it as an exclusive book uh but uh but overall what did you what did you think of this one
1: I think like you said, I think if anyone listening has yet to read anything by Terry Wilson, I think this is the perfect place to start. Because like you said, you really get to know her personality through this book. She loves all things royalty. So this is like the book she was meant to, to write, I feel. Yeah. And I just think it's such a creative spin on royalty romance. So it's it's a, it's a really fun. I don't know. It's a really fun book. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so the idea is that there's basically
0: this Disney world in, uh, but it's uh, sweet pea, uh, this theme park. And uh, it's set in Southern, you know, in Florida. And it's, it's basically supposed to be Disney world. And uh, she is a fairy tale uh, princess at this, uh, this theme park. And uh, she, she, Always wanted to be a fairy tale, uh, a, a theme park princess because when she was uh, a child, they came to the hospital, cheered her up, and so she always wanted to do that. And uh, so we have the hot widower, uh, Prince. <laughs> From Bella Mor- Moritz is the name of the fake country. That was a pretty good fake country name. Do you agree? Yeah,
1: I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good.
0: Yeah, a lot of times it's like Genovia, Bonovia, yes. Manovia.
1: <laughs> like, where did we come up with this? <laughs> Somebody call Terry Wilson next time Hallmark needs an idea for like a kingdom name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and he has a little girl and he decides to take the little girl to this theme park, basically Disney world. And she ends up being late. Lacey ends up being, uh, their tour guide basically for when they're at this place. And the only thing that I was just like, no way there. I think for somebody like Lacey, there's no way she wouldn't have known who this prince was.
1: Yeah, th- yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, she loves anything royal. And I don't know. I just, I mean, I know this is supposed to be some, like, tiny little country or whatever. But I still feel like she would she would know who yeah. the princes are.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, that makes total sense. But now that I'm thinking about it, you know, I think that there are, because I, like, Grew up, of course, loving like the Disney princesses and stuff, right? But I've never mm-hmm. been like a real life royalty person. Like I don't really care, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what? If, what if? She... And I think, I, I think it's. I don't want to speak for all Americans because I can't. <laughs> like I talked to my friend who's in <laughs> Canadian. She's like, you guys don't care because you're American. Where like in Canada, they're still really attached to you know like the British mm-hmm. royalty like that. She's like, so it is a big deal to us. So I'm like, I, I kind of see both sides, like being a fairy tale princess, being, you know, we grew up with the Disney princesses, but that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean that you're like paying attention to like yeah. a real life I royalty. Mean,
0: I guess maybe people don't know, like the royal family in Denmark or Spain or, you know, sort of these other countries that have them. Yeah. Uh, that uh, I think Sweden has them. Um, has one you know there's other countries aside like everybody who knows the british of course uh you know like if king i mean if prince uh if prince william and kate came to <laughs> if, if prince william came to disney world everybody would know We would know
1: yeah <laughs> we would know that one
0: <laughs> but maybe maybe one of these other ones maybe they might not know but uh but I appreciated the the relationship between Henry and Rose, the
1: little girl. I
0: that was really cute.
1: Yeah, it was adorable. Mm-hmm. It was adorable.
0: Uh, you said you're a big Disney princess. You were a big Disney princess fan. Would, would you have a favorite of the princesses?
1: Oh, my gosh. Like, growing up, I was ob- – of course, I was obsessed with Belle because, you know, she was the reader. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, But I loved Pocahontas. Like, Pocahontas made me cry. It still makes me cry. Like, uh-huh. when she's on the cliff, like, waving goodbye. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm always a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um and then, I, of course, I love Tiana when she came in. But I think my, like, diehard favorite fan is Merida. And I don't even think she's really, like, a Disney princess, per se. Yeah, Pixar. I love her. I love when she rips that cape off and starts shooting those <laughs> arrows. I'm like, this is the brand new princess that we all deserve.
0: <laughs> yeah, I liked it on Ralph Breaks the Internet when the princesses are all talking. They're like, she's from the other studio.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Do you remember like Frozen when Frozen came? It was a oh, huge yeah. deal. Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> yeah, it. I like. I really like Frozen. I and I like Frozen too. I think it was. Uh, people were really tough on it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, and uh, I love. I love uh, Tangled is one of my favorites. Oh
1: yeah, that's so fun. I love mm-hmm. that one too.
0: Yeah, I love Rapunzel. I my favorite of the. Princesses. I mean, it's kind of weird because there's a bunch that we think are actual official princesses, but they're not. Yeah, they haven't had their coronation. Like, actually, Elsa and Anna both are not official princesses, um, which is kind of wild. Uh, but, but I think eventually they'll have Moana. But I don't know if they will because, like, the whole joke in the movie of like, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a a princess, uh, but. But anyway, I, I do like Moana, but but I it's hard because Mulan is probably my favorite. Oh but yeah. she's not real like she is an official Disney princess, but she's not really a princess. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I but and I love Ariel. I, oh a lot of people yeah. think Ariel's annoying.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I like <care>. her. <laughs> Well, like Megan said, Ariel had to lose her voice to snag the guy.
0: (laughs) If, if uh, my dad had destroyed my grotto with all my stuff, I would be pretty Uh, mad too.
1: We'd be all, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My little space, like all a girl wants. You know, Virginia Woolf said a woman needs a a room of her own. (laughs) Your dad ruins yours in a fit of rage. Yeah. (laughs) We'd like
0: to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies Podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com/hallmarkies That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. But yeah, I there's kind of two parts of this movie. There's the, I mean this movie. There's kind of two parts to this book. Mm -hmm. There's the part where she's giving the tour and they're getting to know each other in the park. And then there's the part where her and Ava go over to uh to Bella Maritz. And did you have did you prefer one part over the other?
1: I didn't. I think that what She what Terry Wilson does so wonderful in this book is just we meet them on her turf and I I really love kind of the reveal that like oh gosh this is a real prince. I loved that scene. Um but then when we when in the second half of the book, it's like, yeah, she does this and it's pretend. It's something pretend that makes a lot of you know kids very, very happy. But she does know her stuff, like she can fit into that world, because she does this every day for for work, you know, she knows the dances, she knows the protocol, and all of that. So I, I really loved both equally, I think. Yeah. What about you?
0: Yeah, I probably liked the second part a little bit better than the first part. Uh, but, uh, but... Uh, they, you know, they were both a lot of fun. I, I, I like the fact that they didn't make the parents jerks. His yeah, parents, true. the king and queen, true. especially queen. You know that she was, she was like totally fine with the relationship. Yeah, that was refreshing.
1: I don't think Terry <laughs> Wilson would have written like an evil queen, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, but when she hugs the queen. And the queen's kind of like, oh,
1: yeah, I don't have
0: over here. That was cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so i I have my little selection, and this is on uh, this is on page fifteen seventy nine in the uh, Kindle, and it's. <clears throat> Henry's face was right there, mere inches from hers beneath handfuls of Ralph Lauren fine knit fabric. She could feel his heartbeat pounding like mad. Or was that frantic boom, boom, her own heart galloping wildly in her chest? She honestly couldn't tell Henry's gaze dropped to her mouth and she licked her lips. He was going to kiss her like they were a pair of completely normal teenagers riding in a pirate themed tunnel of love instead of what they were mismatched royalty. He lowered his head ever so slowly and Lacey tipped her face toward his. She never identified with her theme park character more in her life. This is craziness. And yet it felt right. Somehow it really did. Until Henry pulled away in the moment right before their lips touched.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty good. (laughs) That's really good.
0: I like the frantic boom, boom, her own heart galloping away. Uh, The. um, I know she just does it. This is craziness.
1: (laughs) This is craziness. That sounds like Terry Wilson. Yeah. (laughs) that was a good one
0: so if we were going to cast this movie with hallmark stars i mean if we were going if we were going to cast this book as a movie with hallmark stars who do you think would play henry
1: oh my gosh okay i'm gonna just i want antonio to play him i want henry to be a man of color (laughs) Yeah, that would be good. I'd, I'd love to see him Antonio for as a prince. Yes, I'd love to see him yeah. as a prince. That would be Who good. Who would your, your prince be? Who would Henry be?
0: Um, You know, I was trying to think of who's really good with kids. Uh, and I mean, that you can pick almost
1: anybody. But um, I think Christopher Palaha would be fun. Has Andrew Walker played a prince yet? No. I love me some Andrew Walker too. It, it, him between him and Antonio, I think those would be my picks. Of course, I know everybody loves Tyler Hines, and I do too. <laughs> so Tyler Hines could do it, but like I, feel I wonder like if Tyler Andrew. will will ever play a.
0: a- a prince. But I just know that Palaha loved doing an, a British accent so much in <laughs> Dickens of a Holiday. Yeah. And so if you <laughs> had him, gave him to be a prince, I think he would be really fun.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so many good funny. options. Yeah, so many good so options. So who would be a good uh,
1: Lacey? I don't know. This is tough. I mean because obviously there are actresses that have already played the princesses before mm-hmm. um that would absolutely nail it. I mean of course you think of like Lacey. Lacey would be I think really great and I'd love to see her and Antonio in a film together just saying. Um yeah, they I think they would have actually
0: they would be have good chemistry.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know, but you know I love me some Jill. I love me some Ashley, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: actually who I thought of, Ashley Williams, yeah, i I feel like she would be fun as this theme park princess, and she is she is really good with little kids, yeah, I like an like October Ashley kiss is like a
1: real life undercover princess, so we're gonna go with Ashley.
0: <laughs> it could be basically her character in October Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and I I feel like her and Palaha, Palaha would be a good match.
1: Yeah, that would be fun, don't you
0: think? That would be fun. But I'd love mm-hmm. to see her and
1: Antonio. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it would. Be, I mean, that would be good too. Yeah, I think they would be a good match too. And yeah, I'm trying to think of anybody else.
1: Uh um oh my gosh. Our girl that used to play in Young and Hungry, and she was in one of the Christmas oh, movies. Oh, Emily Osment. Yeah. I, I think she would actually be really yeah,
0: good, Yeah, she would too. be great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'd like to see more of the new faces, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we know there are actresses that can absolutely do it because we've seen them do it multiple times. I'd love to see some of these new faces that have, like, joined the Hallmark team. That's true. Or, like, Katie Sackoff would be cute oh gosh i loved her movie uh it was, was good it? the the sailing one right yeah God, it was so good and she's
0: was just so, so oh i just thought of uh amy acker would be perfect for uh for like a bubbly uh she's so cute and bubbly for a theme park princess yeah yeah she would be really good yeah well, let us know if you've read the book and you have who you would be if you were central casting for Once <laughs> Upon a Royal Summer. <laughs> if you're listening, Hallmark, let us know we're 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 uh, uh
1: we're available, <laughs> <to write. laughs> oh. We have ideas, mm-hmm. yeah. I can't wait to see what she does with the the next one. I was just like really excited to see her talking about it. Like not much, just throwing, you know, little mm-hmm. hints out there that she is working on her next royalty book for Hallmark and it's Christmas themed. So Terry, if you're listening, please give us the deets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rachel and I would love to know, you know, you can come on and talk to us about it. We're excited for it. Yeah. She does have an anthology coming out. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on Something Blue, I think it's called. Um, I think it comes out in like the beginning of June. So I just wanted to plug that. I know it's... um, They did uh, like a Christmas-themed book, I think two Christmases ago at this point. Mm -hmm. And then now we're getting like the kind of like wedding-themed, I think, anthology. So shout out to Terry Wilson. She's like all over the place right now.
0: Well, she was our guest. Her and Cindy were our guests for... Cindy, Cindy would actually be really cute as a theme park princess, but um, it's her and Cindy were our guests for our patron uh, Q and a in uh, January. And we ended up, we were actually, we we're going to do watch along. We changed it to Q and a because she had ended up having a book deadline that day. That was the, of the watch along. So, so nice of her to squeeze us in.
1: But yeah, yeah, if
0: (laughs) if you have thought about joining the Patreon, you really should, because we have really great experiences like getting to talk to Terry Wilson uh, in January. Uh, And uh, I'm really excited because in April, our watch along, well, it's going to be another Q&A, actually, it's going to be with Kathy Cloves. Who wrote It Was Always You and The Christmas Promise which were very popular last year uh, and so we get a chance to talk to her and uh, so if you like Hallmark movies you totally should become a patron it's great <laughs> we have yes. so much fun every month we had Will Kemp last month that was super fun so definitely all the information's in the description you should check it out uh, but, uh, but yeah Terry's great we We had her on over the holidays to talk about a Royal Queens Christmas, which I really enjoyed. Did you watch that one? I'm like blanking. Like what was that movie? (laughs) (laughs) It's got Megan Park and Julian Morris and he's a prince and she, uh, she ends up working with him in Queens and, and it was just cute. (laughs) Yeah, I did. It It was funny, and I thought they had great chemistry. So, I I I don't think it was that popular with most other people, but me and Anne both loved
1: loved it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Me, I can hear just see Anne rolling her eyes now because we and me and her like messaged inbox on Instagram. She's like, "What's your deal with royalty movies?" And I'm like, "I just don't really care that much." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i could just but
0: and yeah face. i was as skeptical as anybody else but when it's done well it's done well this know? is true yeah any genre can be done well and uh, that's the case i think with this book and that's the case with a royal queen's christmas it was Absolutely.
1: really cute yeah. yeah so
0: you should check it out <laughs>
1: I just feel like I don't remember any of the ones that I watched last year except for the freaking Paul Campbell and Tamara Mowry oh, movie. Yeah. Like, what else, what else out. did I watch? Yeah. Oh, Paul Campbell yeah. would be a fun prince. <laughs> Yo, he Well, he
0: wasn't the prince, but he's been in a royal movie.
1: Yeah, he'd he be was... a fun prince, I think.
0: Yeah, he would be fun.
1: <laughs> and Tamara yeah. could be the princess. <laughs>
0: Oh, that'd be cute. Get those two on screen again together. Yeah, she would be. She'd be cute theme park princess.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you think this world was believable as like the Disney uh, Disney World
1: stand-in? I mean, I did. I don't. I don't think she. <laughs> Overdid it. Like I don't think she gave us so much to where you're you had to like focus so much on the details. I feel like what she did, like the little bit that she gave us, it was like okay, I can totally see this. I've also listeners never been to Disney World or Disneyland, so I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming Terry Wilson's probably been a <laughs> lot. <laughs> Yeah, But I think when you try to give too much details, that's when the (coughs) reader is like, oh, this wouldn't happen and this wouldn't happen and they don't do this. And I, I feel like she kept that at a minimum. Like it was the focus was on the romance.
0: Yeah. Like they had the pirate attraction. They had, you know, a lot of the same ones that you have at Disney World. I I've only been to Disney World once when I was 12. But one of my, I guess, guilty pleasures is that I love watching park YouTubers. (laughs) <laughs> when they're even it's so ridiculous i know so i've never mu- looked
1: this up before
0: <laughs> i know so much about disney world it's ridiculous and i have no plans in going there because i'm a disneyland person um and uh and yet i know i could tell you all about california grill or the Grand floridian and it's like why do i know all this stuff why do i waste my time but it's like this weird i so don't know there think. are youtubers I just really enjoy that enjoy watching videos youtubers t- there Park are YouTubers YouTube.
1: that make videos just dedicated to oh, Disney World. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, oh yeah, a lot, and and they'll they'll review all the different like snacks and. F- and Do you know and how expensive Disney
1: World is? Like, are they Disneyland is
0: them- way <laughs> smaller than
1: Disney World? Okay, way small. So tell me why you prefer Disneyland over Disney World? I just mean, Ewes. It's it's just way closer. Okay. Oh yeah, it's closer to you. That's true. <laughs>
0: yeah. Ah, that makes a lot of sense, <laughs> and um, I it's OG. I mean, it's uh, it's the original Disneyland. Oh,
1: Disneyland know. was original to Disney yeah, World. Yeah, Disneyland was the first one.
0: Uh, oh, that, cool. Uh, the first of all the parks, and uh, I still think it's really charming. And the food is so good in Disneyland. It's expensive, but oh, it's so delicious, and. <laughs> it's just and everything is so clean uh that uh i mean they 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 have every i don't know and just the cast members are so
1: friendly it just makes for a really lovely place to go i think maybe i need to aspire to go there like my six-year-old we he wants to go so bad. That's and a it's, good age, I feel like. Yeah,
0: because too much younger, then they are gonna have fits, and it's. Be-
1: and we like want to <laughs> go before he's too old and like doesn't care anymore. But I mean, Disney yeah. World is kind of far from Texas, and it'd be a really yeah, you're expensive right trick. So. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean the the downside to Disneyland is, as opposed to Disney World is that there's only two i think maybe three ho- official disneyland hotels um uh, and but they're all really expensive whereas disney world has tons of hotels and they have value price hotels and, um there's it's disney world is just way bigger huge there's four whole parks at disney world and there's just two at disneyland yeah uh, and you can walk to everything where you can't in a Disney world. But anyway, uh <laughs> I, I'm excited because this September I'm going back. I just did a Disneyland trip at the end of at the end of December. And then I'm going back in September. I'm going to D twenty three, which is their big Comic Con uh Thing they do and we haven't had one since 2019 so that's gonna be really fun
1: oh yeah so, anyway girl yeah. you are a traveling woman okay <laughs> <laughs> i do i love uh i
0: it's it's funny because before the pandemic i was kind of over traveling i mean i still did some but But that definitely the quarantine was just like I'm not going to put off doing anything that would give me
1: joy anymore. Absolutely. I'm tired of that. Yeah. So (laughs) absolutely co sign that. Yes.
0: All right. Well, there's no spice level in this book. uh, but what did you think about the chemistry between Lacey and Henry? Did you think it was pretty good? Oh, I did.
1: I thought the chemistry just like sizzled off the page. Like it was so intense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely there. And
0: then the trope time we have, of course, your hot widower, which we love in these stories. We do. We do. Hot widowers out there. (laughs) Where are you? There's so many in these stories, but I don't meet that many in real life. Um, but, I, but then we, of course, have a royal story, and it's basically kind of a Cinderella story as well. Mm-hmm. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies merch store.
1: Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life?
0: What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party?
1: Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store.
0: Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. or see the link in the description.
1: That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies.
0: Right, well, let's talk about our reading roundup. Like I said, I've I've done quite a bit, I but uh, what is one that you have that you want to share?
1: So I think I'll share, I'll just really quickly do the the first two in a series that I've been reading. So the series is called The Smokejumpers Series by Tana Fenske, And the third book just released and I'm reading it now. And oh my gosh, it's so good. It has a trope that I feel like I never see. It's like, you know, we see a lot of siblings, best friend, but like, have you ever read a siblings ex-partner romance? I haven't and I'm hooked. So it's like, let me read the first two. So the first one is called the two date rule. And the second one is called just a little bet. Uh, The two date rule is basically the heroine has like, A boundary with dating. Like, I only do two dates. She grew up with a single dad, kind of poor. And now she's like worked her, like, really worked and like started her own business and is really like has a lot of money, but is also very frugal with money. And she just doesn't want to get into the weeds and seeds of like having to explain all that. So when the hero and her meet, uh, what's the meet cute was hilarious. He's like, you know, they enjoy each other's company and things happen pretty quickly and they start hanging out and he just, like, oh, this isn't a date. We're, you know, it's gonna be us and friends. It's not a date. And like before you know it, romance stuff ensues. And then with just a little bet, it's like this fun second chance romance. The 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 two have been together before. They're on a road trip, uh, to basically go meet with his other exes to find out like where he's failed in relationships, because it's like really weighing in on him, like. he's kind of a commitment phobe and he wants to get down to the nitty gritty of why. And of course like his person that he needs to realize and she needs to realize is like on this trip with him. Um, So it's, it's a really, really fun series. There is some steam in each of the books, but if you're looking for something fun and contemporary, but also like super um, like delivers on the emotions check the series out. And also like, I'm kind of addicted to the idea of smoke jumpers. Now I'm like, we hear police officers, we hear firefighters, but like smoke jumpers sounds kind of hot. So um, yeah, that's the two date rule. And just a little bit by Tana Fensky. The third one that I'm reading right now is called um, the best kept secret, which like I said, siblings, ex partner, so you can figure out the rest. (laughs) so Interesting. what's um yeah that's that one of your good. first ones huh. <laughs> it's good cool all
0: right well my first one i'm talking about is the viscount who loved me by julia quinn this is the second of her books bridgerton books and is of course the the very loosely adapted uh for the series se- season two which we're going to be talking about this week with uh Austin Burke and uh and Anne and uh Natasha Alvar are all gonna be talking about Bridgerton season two
1: what are you thinking and- Rachel <laughs> I no I
0: I have to say I I still enjoyed it but I don't think it's as strong as season one and I do think they should have stayed a little closer to the book and uh, the book is uh a lot steamier, spicier mm. as we like to say uh because the the second season is pretty tame. I mean, there's really only two scenes at the very end uh that you could easily skip over. I mean, it's way way less spicy than season one. Uh, And they, they changed the plot quite a bit with Edwina and, uh, and Kate. And uh, I mean, it makes sense that it's going to be less spicy in season two because they, they season one is about a married couple for the most pretty early on. They get married. uh, Whereas season two, isn't uh but uh but anyway as far as the book i thought the book was better because there's just more i don't know a lot of the a lot of the time kind of spent with them dealing with this whole edwina plot that they make for the series just was kind of not as good as the way it is in the in the in the book they're more a couple right away and there isn't this whole Edwina plot the same way. And so I don't know. I just I just thought the book was better than the series, but I still enjoyed the series. I mean, it's, it's still fun.
1: It's my um, friend Sarah. Like the second book is her favorite in the series, but she said with the, because she's been watching the Netflix series too, Um, she said that the plots in book one and two are very similar. So she's like, I can see Netflix not wanting to do similar plot lines for both seasons i guess so i'm like yeah that's okay fair. that makes that makes sense i can see them being like well i we gotta do something i just know i saw mm-hmm. a clip and they like walked in and people were like waltzing to madonna's material girl or yeah something. Oh, yeah yeah that's a thing on the show
0: is they <laughs> they have a <laughs> which is fun uh, so, I don't know. I'd give, I'd give this probably, like, I think I gave it a three and a half out of five. Okay. Uh, it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, but uh, what about you?
1: Do you have an, uh, another book you want to talk about? Oh, yes, I do. So, the next one is The Sweetheart Deal by Miranda Liaison. I can't remember if there was steam in this. So, I'm just going to say, like, if there is, it's very light. I honestly don't remember. And it's a kind of an enemies to lovers there's a the heroine her family owns like a french-owned bread baking shop and then the hero's family next door owns an italian restaurant and her family's restaurant has financially been struggling she's like the kid that stayed around to help when she had all these dreams and aspirations like go to culinary school and all of that put all of that on hold helped her sister you know pursue her dreams And they come come up with this deal of like, okay, let's get, you know, married and help out our family businesses. And then, you know, we can call it quits after a certain time. And it's so good. Their families have been feuding for years and they kind of get down to the bottom of like where the feud stems from, how stupid it is for them to still be feuding. And I just think it's so good. I mean, it's a, a trope that we see. A lot of, I think a lot of people are probably tired of like fake marriages at this point. But, you know, if you're in it just to see how an author is going to put their own special spin on it. I mean, I think that this book was just really, really sweet, really fun. I loved the food descriptions. Don't read this book if you're hungry, listeners. (laughs) I mean, bread and pasta. That's all I'm going to say. Nice. uh, Yeah, that's The Sweetheart Deal by Miranda Liaison. Oh, that sounds
0: good. Uh, so next for me is uh, Butterfly Sisters by Jenny Hale. Oh my I- gosh,
1: Rachel, you read it? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was. It was really good. I I had to read it in order to talk to. I did the interview with Jenny, and she was kind enough to sponsor the podcast, and uh, so that was really fun. And hopefully, people got a chance to check it out uh it's it's somebody i have three sisters so mm-hmm. uh whenever a story kind of dives into uh sister relationships that's always uh, going to hit home for me so that was that was really fun that it was more than you know just a romance that it was really about these two sisters and their relationship it was almost more women's fiction than romance really
1: yeah that book it was just like I don't know, it felt like sitting on a front porch in, like, summer night before the sun goes down. Like, that cozy, mm-hmm. you hear the, like, sasetas in the background and the water yeah. in the distance. Like, she really, like, transports you to this, like, fictionalized location. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I, I, let me tell you, like, reading complex sister stories <sighs> isn't always easy for me because I'm like, I get along with my sisters. I love my sisters, but... I mean, you get so hooked on it. I don't know. It, yeah. And you like, I don't know. I, th- I felt like the main character in that book was kind of hard on her other, her sister, you know, but mm-hmm. I thought it was wonderful. I just felt like Jenny was, has been waiting to write that book. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it was, it was really,
0: really good. I highly recommend it. Uh, and uh, so thank you for to to jenny for sponsoring the podcast too Yay. that was really nice yeah uh, so do you have another one that you want to talk about
1: i think that's all that i'm going to yeah, talk good. about yeah
0: well i have a couple more i so i read mr wrong number by lynn painter and i had lynn on the podcast because i loved better than the Movie so much and that was a YA book. This is an adult uh, book. And I I enjoyed it. It's cute. Uh, it, is, it is spicy. Uh, so <laughs> um, uh, I would say it's like medium to hot spicy. Uh, and so it won't be for everybody. But it's basically a cute uh, story of this girl who is staying over at her uh, brother's place he has this roommate who's always been kind of uh, kind of a uh, tough on her you know and they've had this they kind of fight and had this relationship and uh, she ends up getting this wrong number that texts her and she starts texting back with them she doesn't realize that it's this roommate that she's texting with uh, and anyway they end up they end up having this relationship, but they are also texting, and it was cute. I liked it. Yeah, sounds but good. definitely, it is pretty spicy. <laughs> 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 and then I read or listened to, I should say, uh, Pride and Prejudice uh, when I that was during my California trip. Uh, the uh, audiobook by with Rosamund Pike doing the audio, and she did a great job. And you know I mean pride and prejudice it's a classic for a reason <laughs> you loved it, and so that was fun and then we read a spot of trouble by Terry Wilson, and I think probably just because I'm not like a super dog person uh like animal person like the uh and it's it's about these uh these dalmatian owners and i don't know it, it, it that it, i think that that if you're going to read terry wilson i would start with once upon a royal summer <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's her win i would say so uh, but yeah so it was a pretty busy month for me as far as reading that's pretty good that's awesome yeah and i also read turn to me by becky wade uh, but we're going to talk about that probably in May because uh, she is—that's uh, when it's released, and uh, that's when I—I I had actually have already recorded the interview with her, uh, and it's a uh, inspirational romance. That's awesome. Okay. So yeah. So and they're sponsor- She's sponsoring the podcast which is so nice so thank you and you should check out becky she's super sweet and she has uh if you like inspirational romance then you might enjoy her books so yeah it was a busy month for me
1: as far as reading (laughs) well good reading months are always good i mean reading one book a month you know is a good thing so yeah
0: six i read six that's That's really pretty good for me so yeah let us know what you have been reading we would love to hear in the comment section or on twitter and if you've read any of these books that we talked about we'd love to hear about it and uh brie where can people find you
1: you can find me on instagram at brie dot unabashedly and i co-host the categorically romance podcast so yeah you can find me pretty much one of two places right. <laughs> Yes. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social
0: media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And you can follow both of us on Goodreads. Keep up with our reading. We would appreciate that. And make sure you're following the podcast at Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please give your ratings and reviews five stars. We so appreciate it. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group like we talked about where you can participate in Q&As. And watch alongs with people like Terry Wilson. Uh, And it's so much fun. So definitely please check out the Patreon. That's the biggest way you can support us. And then we have our merch store as well. Uh, Take a look at that. And thanks so much. We'll talk to you all later. Bye, Bye, everyone. everyone.